babies. Fuck you! <laughs> you are, you're a fucking idiot. It's broken. What do you want me to do? What the fuck do you want me to do? Check it from the other side. I like it. Where he's on, he's in the tipping point. <laughs> That's what your mother tells me all the time. Point. I'm at the tipping point right now. I can't. We should, get, we should get in some Mac Jones talk then. See if we can really push him over the edge here. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> you're uh, the only one on that fucking train, <laughs> not me, motherfucker. Speaking of uh, living on the edge, what do you say we start the show, the Supermind Sports Show? Uh, latest and greatest in New England sports with some laughs in between. Uh, bottom of the totem pole of dumb. Joining me as always with Mr. Robert Vine. Uh, let's do some opening takes, Bobby. Let's uh, let's start over to you today. It appears I owe the Boston Celtics an apology. I have openly said that they don't go all in, that they just set up to get themselves in the playoffs. And I've been proven wrong. Two moves to give themselves the best starting five in the league, including bringing in Drew Holiday. A call, something that we all unanimously wanted and for once got. So thank you for listening to us. We appreciate that. Uh, Now I'm set up very excited for the season. Apparently all reports are in training camp. They're getting after it down there. Intense, intense. Even with the human turd Joe Missoula in the gym, they still manage to maintain excitement. So I can't wait. I'm thrilled. Thank you, Celtics. Yeah, they're they're talking real Mbutu vibes. Oh eight Mbutu vibes down there in training camp. It's it's actually starting to scare me a little bit. I don't I don't like as much of positivity coming out, but um, certainly big news from the Celtics saved Sunday. You know, thank Did God there was. Do you hear who was the uh, turning point on got, getting Drew Holiday here? No. It was Joe Missoula. Fuck off. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So what, Drew? So now, wait a minute. So you Hold mean on, Drew Bob. Save being uncoached and undisciplined? I'm out. Recant the take. <laughs> Start it over. Uh, I can't wait to get back to that. I want to see uh, <laughs> what Bobby's thoughts on Joe Maz's uh, impact here with the Celtics moving forward with the best starting five. Uh, I, I'm going to go different direction and just tell everybody to calm down, Raymond. Just calm the fuck down with this where, with the seesaw, snip, snap, snip, snap on the whole Mac Jones, you and the rest of Patriots Nation. I hate him this week. I lo- he's fine next week. He's good. He's not good. He's good. He's not good. He had a fucking bad game. He had a bad game. He had a bad game. There are so many other boxes you need to check in terms of what's wrong and shitty on this Patriots team, specifically the offense, before you get to Mac Jones. It's just such short-sightedness from morons like you, Big Mac, who uh, blame the the quarterback. Same thing you did all last year when just take a look around at what's going on there. It's not, it's not Mac. Stop wasting your energy on Mac. Put in, put in the right place. Maybe you get some positivity out of it. Maybe you get some Joe Missoula, Drew Holiday deal out of it if you just put the energy in the right place, which it ain't Mac. It ain't Mac. He had a bad game. Raymond, your opening take. I'm getting sick and tired of these people saying that Mac Jones isn't the problem. He is the fucking problem. Look at him, you fucking idiots. He had a 39.9% QBR on against the Dallas Cowboys. He fucking was laughing when they were getting their doors blown up and talking to his boy, Zappy, that had to go fill in for him because he sucked so bad. Mac Jones is the goddamn problem. You give him everything he wants. You go get him weapons, he can't use them. You go get him Billy O'Brien, he doesn't know how to fucking read an offense. Mac Jones is the goddamn problem, and until he's gone, this team will not win anything. Four wins, guaranteed. They're going to get their doors blown out by fucking New Orleans. New Orleans, who has uh, Jameis Winston as quarterback this week. You guys, this team, what? 
No, I mean, Derek Carr's hurt, you fool. I think he's starting this week. Who cares? They're going to fucking lose. This team sucks. A <laughs> uh, lot, lot of truth there. Nothing else. Ray is a truth seeker and teller. Not not a single uh, shed of, of dishonesty in that rant right there. You know, it, it would have been excellent if you had a mic that worked. Um, oh, said- shit. Fucking Bill, send me the goddamn microphone, you cunt. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll be talking about that. We'll be seeing if we can tip Ray all the way over tonight. Uh, uh, specifically in our Everybody Calm Down segment where we uh, review the Pats and Cowboys games. That should be fun. Um, takeaways and turning points on that game. And, and where do they go from here? Uh, the better Marcus Smart is in town. One Drew Holiday. Bobby mentioned an opening take. We'll get into all those details and what it means moving forward. Uh, Bob Pond's basement is back. This segment just keeps rolling. Uh, this one's a re- this one's a doozy. We've got the real Hunger Games. I'll leave it at that. Uh, and then Simple Minds Save Sports. We have yet to be able to actually get to this segment. We're going to try today. Uh, Mr. Vine has uh, provided us with a sa- Simple Minds Save Sports topic. We'll get into that. Simplest Minds of the Week is going to take a minute to this week, too. There are some dumbasses in the news. So, oh, look, and Ray's camera has now decided not to work either. It's just- are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> it's just all blurry and shitty. You're just a real no fucking, fucking way. Uh, welcome to the Semi Sports Show Friday Rewind, October 6th. Are you serious? It just got like all blurry. And you, Am I you back? Know, it went completely out of focus. I mean, it's not great. You don't do yourself any favors since you have that stupid blinking light and you have autofocus on your camera. So it's just kind of constantly out of fucking focus. Now your mic's not working. Uh, if you're, what the fuck? I got something troubling on my mind. I got something troubling on my mind. I got something blown inside of you're watching on YouTube. Sorry, I don't know what to do with uh, with Ray there. Um, but if you're listening on on your uh, preferred podcast platform again apologies this has not been the, the hottest start to a show uh, in terms of technical technicalities uh wherever you watch wherever you're listening tell your friends tell your mothers as always tell them to rate subscribe review and tell them about shank at golf and get 15 percent off all of your orders at shankinggolf.com with these promo code simple minds ever just calm down just calm down raymond patriots lose 38 to 3 Turnovers, turnovers. Nobody was good in this game. But just calm down. It's going to be okay. I promise I you it's going to be okay. I was going to be okay. I was gonna t- I'm going to tell you. I was going to be fine. Uh, turning points in this game, uh, I'll tell you where I think that the, the game changed. Their first drive, I get down inside the 10-yard line. Can't, can't complete the drive. Can't get in the end zone. Again, settle for three on a chip shot field goal. When you should have had seven, just setting the tone for the rest of the day. Uh, boring, another boring first quarter where um, you know you, you get down early, um, and then obviously you know the turnovers start. Mac Jones with a strip sack from behind leads to a touchdown. Uh, Mac Jones with a pick six across the field. Um, I thought his second interception was actually worse. I think it was actually just a worse throw. Um, but obviously the turnovers, you're not gonna you're not gonna come back from handing him 14 points, three turnovers. That's where you need to start. But nobody's good in this game. The defense wasn't good. The defense defense gave four or five different 70 yard drives. Um, they crushed him in time of possession because defense couldn't get off the field. 
yeah, they held him to some field goals, but you know, especially when Christian Gonzalez went out, that, that was just a embarrassment touchdown over Miles Bryant, just a fucking little brother, big brother, little brother, you're too small kind of a thing. They just don't, they owned them. The Cowboys owned them up and down, but Start wherever you want to start on the turnovers, Bobby. You want to uh, start on Mac. You want to uh, unleash your your hatred that's been bubbling uh, that you've had to uh, keep down. Uh, let the zappy let the zappy out of the pants a little bit. That that was just such a disappointing game because I had gotten myself to a point of positivity going into it, thinking, "Hey, they're gonna be good. They're gonna get. They're gonna be in this game based off of like how things were, matchups, whatever." And just feeling feeling good about the season. Obviously, they had won the game before, and then to obviously just from the beginning of the game, they they're, they're getting blown out. Gonzalez goes down. End of the game, Judon's down. So just as as a one event, them getting shellacked thirty eight to three, and then having your two, you could basically say your two best players out for the year. It was it was a crushing blow. If we were doing this show Monday, I would be in full meltdown mode. Thankfully, it's Thursday, and I I, I won't melt down. I'll just express my disappointment in my um. I basically, as a fan, I'm just tired of watching what they have to offer. Maybe we That's should do the show. On what Mondays. I have to say, really. Um. Yeah, uh, I hear you there. I mean, that's how I felt midway through last season. It just was not an enjoyable product yeah. at all. Um, luckily I watched this game mostly on replay and fast forward through a lot. Cause I didn't Lucky watch live bastard. on Sunday. Okay, I'll so. tell you what you pick the games that you fucking missed the bills game last year. And then this one, That's if, right. if I need to tell that there's going to be a crushing blow to the Patriots, I'll know when you're gallivanting on a Sunday. <laughs> yep. Take my, take my social cue. Um, what's let's change. Let me ask you something. What's changed since Mac's rookie year. He's not taking his step up. He's taking his step down. Is, hey, is here's go ahead no you're gonna say something about my microphone aren't you well you sound like ass but no what's changed is his offensive coordinator every single year including one who is a defensive coordinator that's what's changed well, you, know still, what is, you know what still, else you know what else is getting better every year shouldn't you be like taking steps and getting better and he's taking steps into getting worse every year well he's sure well <laughs> it's but the point is it's not directly on him it's what's around him if you were put into a situation that never allowed you to do, allowed you to succeed you wouldn't get better either you think last year he was supposed to get better are we forgetting last year do i have to do this fucking rant again are we forgetting what last year was i remember what last year was but now that you have so how is he supposed Bailey to get better you're supposed to be getting better you how be taking, is he supposed he to looks get the better same from last year he looks the same i well Come on, Captain Mac. Come on, fucking. I made my that. point. It's not. you. Where's the offensive line? He was pressured 50% of the fucking time last week, 41 before that. Not a quarterback alive. Not a dead quarterback. Put fucking two of them back there with two balls. They're not going to win or be good when you're getting pressured every other time you touch the ball as a quarterback. Fact, not opinion. They have the uh, least separation from pass catchers across the league again not a single guy is open ever ever unless it's a broken play in which mac is scrambling which he shouldn't be that's not a strong suit they don't have any personnel their coaching is dog shit uh, o'brien has not brought anything they're supposed to do they can't run the fucking ball their offensive line is so bad they're averaging 2.3 yards per carry which is down at close to 32nd in the league again their offense statistically is a the dump of the league to last week, Mac Jones led in touchdowns, 
uh, to interception ratio, to passing yards, to com- to completions and attempts. He was a top five, top six in every single one of those categories. You undeniably had to say Mac Jones was good for the first three weeks of the season. He had a bad fucking game. You asked me last week, he did g- get better from his rookie season to now. He just had shit around him. Now what? He has one bad fucking game? And he now he's the you know he's horrible. Now he's back to he hasn't gotten better at all. He had a fucking bad game. We he's know had what his ceiling bad is. Games. No, he hasn't. He's had one bad game. He's been the only shining bright spot on a of on the offense. Mo of one of of the th- first three weeks. Him and Pop Douglas. Name another guy that has been good on offense. You can't. No. Hunter Henry. Good call. Thank you. I, I just it's. I do this every week, and yes, yes, last week was a, a bad game because of the turnovers, but you look at it and you can understand what's going on. He's being forced to do something that he does not have the skills to do, which is to be a playmaker. That was such an exercise of Mac Jones trying to step out of himself to do a little bit more or a lot more in some cases because he knows that the team's not good enough, and he's yeah. pressing. That's why he's throwing off his back foot. That's why he's throwing across the field. He's pressing to try and get get something out of that offense. And he can't. He's not good enough to do that. He needs to continue to be checked on Charlie and win games 13 to to 15 with no turnovers. But that's a hard thing to ask anybody to do, first of all, when you're a competitor. Secondly, when it's not fucking working, it's hard to ask him to do. I just don't think it's a Mac Jones problem. It's, there's so many other problems you got to fix before you get to Mac Jones. For the problem starts right with Bill Belichick and his outdated theories. I mean, I mean, he's first of all, Mac Jones is playing without an NFL caliber right tackle. That's tough. Vidarian Lowe sucks. Everybody they put at right tackle sucks. That's that's not good. Statistically, they have the worst line in the league thus far. Juju Smith Schuster is not an NFL caliber, caliber wide receiver. He's him. he's terrible. He <laughs> is so he he's so bad, and they just keep running him out there to do the same dumbass shit. It just looks, it it, it is it is piss poor awful. That and no, it isn't inter- on Mac Jones to have to deal with those two things. That second interception, horrible throw by Mac, just lazy, fucking terrible to the yeah. to the sideline. Lazy route by Juju, didn't get open, and Mac floated out to him. It wasn't even close. That like that's the anyway. Go ahead. Well, no, it, 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 to your point, Max. He he was fluttered feet all over the place because he's worried about getting slammed by Micah Parsons, and he can't. So he 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 got in his own head halfway through that game, and he was just doing dumbass shit that he normally doesn't even do. He he was so in his own head, and it is just like, like to the frustration like with before like they they don't they aren't they aren't close. But the way Bill Belichick talks, he makes it seem like if they didn't turn the make that one turnover each game, they'd be four and like that's what he'll have you believe, and I just don't think that he sees that they're not close. Like they're like they're just not close. I, I hope Robert Kraft feels that way, but I don't know. Yeah, I think Bell he doesn't just... because he's not helping out the offense. He's, he keeps going out and getting defensive players, like as we saw J.C. Jackson and this bump from uh, Cleveland, this defensive tackle. Yeah. So obviously, Bill Belichick is still in the belief that defense wins championships. When in this NFL day and age, you need to build around your quarterback. You need to give him the weapons. You need to be, be able to protect him, and he's not doing that. Um, yeah, I think I think Belichick sees more than he will let on. He probably probably understands that they're um, less than what they should be, but he probably blames it on the quarterback, like fucking right. 
because <laughs> he they just do exactly what I tell them to do. Then you know I don't think should work out. And it's, they're all NFL players. You should just be able to make it work. Run the ball, and uh, we'll do something. We'll throw the ball four times, and we'll win. They can't even fucking run the ball, Bill. Well, that's you exactly what I think he thinks. I think he thinks if they just ran the fucking plays that we would win. But he doesn't see that the players aren't good enough. Yeah, yeah. Or the league's league changed. Basically. It isn't just about like this progression of where if you just run the play and don't fuck up and do that every single play on defense and offense, you win the games. That's how it used to be. Now it's more about, you. okay, you can't fuck up, but you have to have a game-breaking players on offensive and defenses that just, even if they run the wrong route, they score a touchdown. Or even if they don't set the edge, they just shed their blocker and and do a like a strip sack. Like, we just don't have those guys, or they don't let them play that way. Yeah, he, Belichick is getting outcoached. I mean, he's... I was on the edge of he's got to go earlier in the season. I'm pretty much there uh, to everything you said, Bobby, but there's just, there's no um, innovation. There's no urgency. Uh, there's no discipline. They had their 11th most in the league again, top, you know, close to top 10 in penalties. Uh, they had six of them um, last game against the Cowboys. Their tackling has been dog shit this year. Another 12 missed tackles, um, you know, in this game. Um uh, yeah, I just I think the coaching has taken a step back. Certainly, his personnel we know has taken a step or two back, or it just maybe has never been good. Um, certainly on offense, and yeah, I don't even know. You can't even explain it away anymore. Like you can't even that he's uh, playing out the string for Shula because he's not putting a good enough team together to get to Shula. Um, he's gonna be coaching for another ten <clears throat> years if he keeps this rate up. Yeah. Team, you know, it's like <laughs> holy shit, man! Like you're gonna get two, three wins a year just believing in your own philosophy. Like he needs to have some sort of offensive guru here helping him out, getting the personnel you need because obviously the diamonds in the rough or these guys on a second chance trying to come over here and prove themselves, it isn't working anymore because you don't have Tom Brady behind center. I mean, that's what it all is. Like, he <clears> could <throat> get away with that for so long because you had Brady. Now you have Mac, who's in his third year and just not gelling with what he wants to put out there. Well, I think that he's still got a baseline. I Like, I still see nine, ten wins on the schedule, but – you know, I'm ever the optimist um, there. Belichick is still going to give you seven wins as the baseline. We talked about it earlier this year. There's just, there's no hope there. Like he's 70. That's his ceiling. That's his floor. And it's his ceiling. And unless he, you know, he gets dynamic players in there um, to, it, to, to win in spite of his th themes and his schemes, um, then yeah, that's your floor. That's it. That's, that's all he is. But and you can tell like a lot of it is, just not putting the time in because all of the 22 draft class have regressed. Cole Strange, Marcus Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, Jack Jones, Tyquan Thornton have all not just flatlined, but taken a step back. Either they can't get on the field or, um, you know, their play is deteriorated in Ramadan and Ding Dong's case. Yeah, the coaching's a problem at this point. Like, you know, you can't get around that, Bobby. Big problem. Big, big problem. And if Tyquan Thornton can't make it on the field after his little IR stint, we should just pour one out for him right now, okay? Right outside of the locker, Oliver style, okay? Pour one right out because I don't think he's coming back from it. I really hoped I could have got a spit up there. I didn't, though. And that was really, I was coming with my best stuff, so... That's a little, uh, I, I I really wanted that. Oh, man. I think it just because it took a half a second to register. Yeah. It's, it's... I know, yeah, because it was such like, a, it, it was a very particular thing. But when he used to do, he just walked, this one's for my homies, like yeah. 7.50 on like a Tuesday morning. That shit was awesome. 
and just leave that spot there and then they'd come blame us like we fucking did that no yeah. they that fucking asshole just poured out his fucking milk it was for his homies though so yeah i know yeah. respect respect yep uh no you're looking at the next for me the next two weeks of the season if they if they play the saints at home with either crab legs winston or mascara wearing Derek. If they can, if they don't beat that team at home, then yeah, talk to me next week. My, I will, I will turn into Worry big red the there I'm in the corner. Worried about the game. I don't just, feel good about it. Uh, so the Saints have a good defense, a really good defense. Cam Jordan's going to be an issue. They're going to put him over whoever, whatever fucking dog shit pile, pile of bone dog shit uh, is that right tackle, and Cam Jordan's just going to own him all day. Uh, Awinu, by the way, also has just sucked. Played really bad played poorly i mean it's it, not only the false start well i think he did he have two or three false starts uh but i, I mean he's not doing himself any favors uh at, at this point they just have to go with their best five whatever it is I, well i think he's still part of the best five yeah, well he's part of their best part. five but like they have to <clears throat> like what i mean is it might be playing him at tackle and then playing the two rookies at guards because cole strange got himself benched yeah the mafia kid looks okay i mean yeah. Cole Strange feels like a tack, like a right tackle to me. He's taller, thinner. He has a athletic. tackle build. Yeah, he probably sucks at that too. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the, college it, did he? I'm sorry, did he play tackle at college? I don't think he did. I think he was more center. I think he guard, played at like all three positions, which is a little probably bit. why the Patriots drafted him. I mean, yeah, yeah he's a multiple lineman, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got first round resume right there. Exactly. <laughs> Um, no, here's my path. Here's my path to nine or 10 wins. You got to beat up on the bad quarterbacks and the bad teams of the league. And right now the saints should be considered that saints. Um, help me with the schedule. Who's after the Raiders. You should have yeah, Raiders. And then I believe commanders following that. Well, it's bills, dolphins, and then commanders. And Is Colts. it okay? And yeah. So, you, you know, if you, you should be able to get back to 500 in the next two weeks and now your season's back on. And then you lose, you drop probably two more to the Bills and Dolphins, and then you play the Commanders and you play the um, Colts, I believe. Colts. You know, you should be, those are teams that are either <clears throat> at your tier or below it that you should be competitive with and just beat. Um, and there's, you know, whatever, that's four or five. So there's four more games of the, on the, on the, on the schedule. You got the Broncos, you got, so you got the Saints next week or this week, then you got the Raiders, Bills, <laughs> Dolphins, Commanders, Colts. Then you got the Giants, Chargers, Steelers. Those should be Giants, Star, Chargers, Steelers are in your ballpark or lower. You should, you know, those are winnable games. Give them the win. And then you got to go to Chiefs, which we all think is going to be a loss. And then you got the Broncos, Bills, and Jets to finish the season. So you got Broncos and Jets back in that same career. That's nine wins. I mean, that's nine wins right there. That gives you ten on the season. That you're you're flirting for a playoff. Uh, are they guaranteed? Obviously not. No, of course. And these next two weeks are going to you know really reshape that opinion of mine if they lose them. Um, if what they about, you know obviously if they lose this week, what does that do to you? Uh, a strong, strong deterrent of they suck. A strong push towards changing my tune to uh, no, they suck. Yeah, if they lose this week, I would have a strong feeling about how they should possibly pursue the rest of the season. If you can't beat the Saints at home, so yeah, that's never going to happen because he is chasing Shula, and they're going to get yeah. as many as they want. I'm hearing Agreed. Kirk Cousins' name keep floating a lot. Oh, no, hard pass. 
I'm hearing uh, Mac Jones is, is, hates Bill. Bill hates Mac Jones. Um, the relationship's not great still, and uh, they think that they could get more done with a better suited quarterback. That being Kirk Cousins. What's your thoughts on that? I would not trade Mac Jones for Kirk Cousins. I think that's moronic. Yeah, I would agree. Kirk Cousins is performing about equally, and he has Justin Jefferson. Yeah, they're basically the, the same guy. And, yeah. Um, and no, I think Mac still has more upside. He's got a ceiling. He's got a ceiling that you should be able to uh, at least try to reach. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, before we start talking about uh, the end of Belichick, we'll fire him now, fire him at the end of the season. I think you got to get through these next two weeks. And I don't really even care how it looks. Like you just got to be able to figure out how to what, pull out W's. I think there's that's how you that's how the Patriots are going to win for the rest of the this year. Um, they got to figure out a way to get W's ugly. Um, and we'll see if they can do it. Um. Part of that team moving forward, helping them out on defense is J.C. Jackson, who the Patriots brought back. Uh, hopefully he cleared up his arrest warrant in Massachusetts. It, it got dropped. Excellent. Good for you, J.C. Uh, Patriots trade basically a pick swap in 2025, a six for a seventh. Uh, and they bring J.C. Jackson back home. Um Here's how they got the salary to work because you knew New England wasn't going to pay for that fucking salary. Patriots and Chargers are reworking Jackson's remaining $9.3 million salary for 2023 with New England covering 1.5 uh, and the Chargers covering the rest in a signing bonus. Uh, so Heard it here on the Simple Mind Sports Show first, okay? Call that shit. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely going to. 1.5 million for J.C. Jackson, our... Uh, I don't think this is an exciting move by any means, but you lost Christian Gonzalez for the season. Um, the, the Jones trio and Marcus, Jack, and Jonathan um, have yet to get onto the field, basically, and that timetable seems pretty stretched out, at least for Marcus and Jack. Uh, so you're real thin. Sean Wade and Miles Bryant are not your answer outside corners. Uh, do you think necessary is a good way to describe it? Do you think it will be successful? What do you classify as successful? Um, I think he'll what, look better than their current players that they have because he's proven to be a better player than those guys. Can he get back to what he did with the Patriots in 20, what was it, 2021, where he had six interceptions or whatever? I think he can look like a like he did, but I think when Jonathan Jones and Marcus Jones and Jonathan Jones all come back, I think this will be an electric uh, secondary. I knew there was still a little, little love in there. I knew there was still a little love in Big Red's heart. Um. Yeah, JC Jack. So if they all come back healthy, it's the same secondary you had last year, which was pretty admirable. Um, except now you put JC Jackson as an out outside spot. Jonathan Jones can get back into the slot. JC Jack Jones, Mark uh, Jonathan Jones. Um, yeah, I mean that's serviceable. Certainly, they can play man to man with that defense. Like they can't play man now. Um, it'll be a think. competitive secondary, is how I would describe it. If they have everybody there, yeah. Sounds like Jack Jones is at least a six or seven week injury uh, hamstring of of getting back. Uh, what's Marcus Jones shoulder? Yeah, it was a shoulder. Yeah, Jonathan Jones should be back. Well, I would have assumed they would have put him on IR if they would have thought it was a long term injury. So now he's missed three games. So I assume that they think he can play this fourth game, or they would have put him on the four week IR. Yeah, unless they just misjudged it, and which is possible. But then. Yeah, I mean, then at worst, he's another two weeks, but they kind of need yeah. it. Uh, 
nice, nice, nice glide, fatty. Ray, can you look up uh what Jonathan Jones injury situation? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, also in the news for the Patriot. Well, uh, just to where it, did you hear the rumors about Claypool? I hadn't heard that. Um, right here on Civil Mind Sports Show. Maybe no. Oh, uh, very good. Texas <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that was maybe that was it. I don't, I don't know. No, I read I read this that word for word. I read this in an article. Patriots made significant push to trade for Chase Claypool. I think my uh, I know where I heard that. Uh, my cousin sent it to me. Let's see if I can get you a... Uh... Well, you look at that, I'll tell you what happened to Jonathan Go Jones. Ahead. He injured the ankle at practice on September 14th. It's been ruled uh, uh, ruled out, reserved offensive tackle. Yep. So how long? Um, yeah, so all it is is an ankle, but hopefully he comes back. He's not on IR or anything like that. Um, okay, so he's nursing an ankle. Hopefully he comes back. Yeah, this was uh, from Nesson.com. I'm sure it wasn't there. Uh, Patriots reportedly made a serious push for Chase Claypool before the Steelers traded the wide out to Chicago oh, Bears. That was the last year. Well, <laughs> he's back. Well, the reason so is technically what he said wasn't wrong. They made a significant push. You're goddamn right. A rumor's a rumor. So, which cousin was it? Which cousin when... was it? Sure, well sourced, sir. Yeah, fucking Pat. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but look, the look reason Look at the why date, you dummy. And he look, comes after me all the time. He's let dumb. me read the fucking article. Yeah, look it's at the date first. Because look Claypool, at the date first. Claypool has been placed on the trade block. You understand this. Um, he was a healthy scratch in week four. Uh, the organization told Claypool to stay home. JC Jackson was a healthy scratch the week before he was traded to the Patriots. We're trying to connect dots here. They're not the brightest over in Nesson. I'll give them that. They're they're scratching the bottom of the barrel of fucking that we could work at Nesson. So I, I understand that. And <laughs> my source here, uh cousin Sharkerminnow, also not the brightest. Not- we are a collection of dum-dums here at Simple Mind Sports, sources and all. Hmm. What's your thoughts on Clay Chase <laughs> Chase Claypool? For he was six, great with the Steelers. I loved him with the Steelers. He fucking hates playing for the Bears. Yeah, throwing shit at the window. Let's see if it sticks. Yeah, That's all we're doing right now. So gotta yeah, be better than Juju. Bring him in. You gotta bring be in better than up? Juju. The sure. fucking obvious one. How much? Like what window? <laughs> shit! It's shit at the wall. Window. You're just tossing it at the fucking bay windows. So your neighbors are like, "What the fuck is this guy doing? Just tossing yeah. his monkey, tossing he, his turds at the fucking yeah. window." Yeah, they just they eat popcorn and watch me fucking inside my living room. Just, throwing just shit tossing at shit at the window, watching his streak. What's the difference? Wall, window, who gives a fuck? It's the same thing. Six rounds, six, seven rounds. Yeah, your, your mic keeps going in and out. Makes yeah, you fuck real me. dumb. If we could turn that pick that we got from uh, for Folk into Chase Claypool, that'd be great. Which one <laughs> did we get? That was a six, right? We got like a seven. Yeah. Um, I think he's probably not going to get much more than a six-round pick for Chase Claypool. Claypool at this point. Your, your value's it's... down when your team tells you not to come to the game. <laughs> and your team's 0-4. Yeah. Um, do you take him? Yeah. Yes. He's yeah, probably well. better than the receivers we currently give significant snaps to. He's a real piece of shit, though, right? That's why he got booted out of Pittsburgh. And, well, he no fucking one works hates the Bears. He hates them. Well, he's he went there, and I don't think they're even using him properly. Yeah. So and we're going to use him improperly, but he, Bill Check will fucking tell him what to do. It's our team. So now we'll be like, yeah, this guy is dumb. He doesn't work out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Take a shot. They suck. Fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? Hey. Fuck it. Why not? 
Hey, why not? Um, all right, so let's do a final prediction here. Pats Saints uh, should be a real barn burner. Uh, you know, some high scoring, high octane uh, football on Sunday with those two teams. Um, Raymond, you got a prediction? 13 10 Patriots. Yeah, I'll go 17 13 Patriots. Um, okay. I'll go uh eight, I'll go uh eighteen fifteen Patriots. I thought you were gonna say Saints. I was gonna go I can... a nine nine tie at first. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Uh, what does fuck you Kyle think? What does fuck you Kyle as a Saints fan? What is he thinking this week? I don't know. You want me to dial him up right now? I thought you guys uh, fucking uh, jerk each other yeah, off sure, and talk about this going. Yeah, let's season. call him. Let's call this guy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you want some lettuce guys? Yeah, he's in Lennis. Oh, you're really calling him? I'm going to send him an invite, see if he pops up. Okay. You want to see a real piece of work, Bobby? Wait till you see this guy. He's a piece of work. He's a piece of work. Um. Okay. Yeah, I got 18 15 uh, Patriots. Uh, and that's really just out of hope. Uh, I could definitely oh. see him losing. I mean, yeah. I think you yeah. could see. Uh, Olave this game. or the shit. Uh, what's his name? Sheed? No. Uh, then the rookie, the fast rookie they have there. You could see one of those guys breaking out, Rashid making Shahid it. or something. Um, I think isn't that the uh, announcer? Ahmad Rashad Salam, my man. My man. Salami ho bye bye. My man. Uh, yeah, no, they gotta they gotta contain those guys and figure out a way to score. You can't you just see two of those broken plays making it fourteen three and game over. Mm-hmm. If this offense gone down by double digits in three oh out of the God. four games in the yeah. first quarter. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. suck. Fuck. All right. Well, let's talk about something good uh, right after <laughs> headlines with the obvious one. <clears throat> Thank you, Richard. Uh, Patriots lose to the Dallas Cowboys 38-3 to in Arlington and making it the worst defeat in Bill Belichick's career. Matt Jones was bad going 12 for 21, 150 yards and charging QBR of 39.9. Woof. Next up, a home game against the New Orleans Saints. Currently, the Saints are one-point favorites. Side note, click clack, J.C. Jackson's back. J.C. rejoins the Patriots after the Patriots sent over a late-round pick to the Chargers. Uh, Good news, the Celtics made a monster trade over the weekend, sending Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams, a 2024 first-round pick from the Golden State Warriors, and a 2029 first-round pick from the Bucks for Drew Holiday. Brad Stevens is a god. The MLB Divisional Series are set. And start on Saturday with the Rangers taking on the Orioles at 1. Then the Twins taking on the Astros at 445. The Phillies taking on the Atlanta Braves at 6. And finally, the Diamondbacks take on the Dodgers at 920. Uh, Bruins season starts next Wednesday at the Garden when they take on Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks. And on this day in 1911, Boston Rustlers future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young's MLB farewell appearance is a letdown as he loses 13-3 to the Brooklyn Dodgers in his 906th game. This has been Headlines with the Office. Back to you, Richard. A lot of baseball stuff going on there, huh? Yeah, it's that, that was a good year. pull. That was a good pull. Thank you. Who was that? Ty Cobb? Have you said? Oh, Cy Young. Cy Young. Cy Young did play in a lot of games. He pitched like every day. 
back when these pussies back when pitchers weren't pussies yeah they had real cool names have you guys seen the uh the shane gillis um god you're netflix special no no it's so good (laughs) it's so he's got a joke about uh when white guys stop being cool he says you can you can pinpoint it's when jackie robinson came came to the bigs it's like oh white guys still talking like this eh? and uh they're announcing the game and uh here comes this uh young colored boy coming up that and uh we're not quite sure if he can make it to cl-. and he goes like ah oh, fuck home run <laughs> <laughs> it's like all white guys stop talking cool they, they stop getting cool nicknames and uh now we just talk like this and we're boring as fuck uh, it was jackie robinson so jackie robinson's to blame yeah or to uh to applaud where would we be without cool hip-hop black culture nowhere our hats would still be forward and too big and my cock's still small though that's would still be true that uh anyway side topic there uh speaking of cool the uh the celtics made that move which oh. by god did it floor what me. a great day that was watching football hats getting their doors blown off and then Lo and behold, Brad Stevens was working his magic, baby. Didn't you didn't you know that uh like so the news came in Sunday morning, Drew Holiday. Everyone's freaking out. I was driving. Um, I was looking up, like reading articles. My wife is yelling at me as, as I was driving. I was reading articles. You didn't believe me, did you? That's what the whole thing was. Oh, I definitely <laughs> fucking didn't believe you. No, I, you he, he said I he didn't believe it. you. He I said it was fake news. Yeah, I said And then you had to cover yourself by bitch. saying it was Wojanowski. Yeah, that's all I had to say. Yeah, Put a no, little we, vowel at the end of the name, and you'll believe me. We got the update from uh, old breaking news, Doctor Big Mac there, and I, I thought it was yeah, couldn't 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 be trusted. But then when it did get validated, it was a holy shit. This is this is awesome. You know, finally, like you said, Bobby, got what we want. But in the back of your brain, didn't you know? Fuck, the pat, pats are gonna get goddamn smoked today. <laughs> like that was like that was the piece of karma. It was Drew. It was the Patriots game worth Drew Holiday? I'll say yes. Um, I'll I'll take a Patriots blowout for a a, a guard all star guard of his caliber uh, any day of the week. Uh, you said it there, Ray, in the headline. Drew Holiday comes to the Celtics. The Celtics send out Malcolm Brogdon, uh, who was a malcontent uh, by all reports, Bye. didn't want to be here, uh, probably still injured. Um, the 2024 unprotected first round pick that they got from the Warriors. I don't even remember what they sent the Warriors for that pick. Do you? I don't no. remember that deal. Uh, 2029 first round pick from the Celtics, but that's and... from the Bucks. That 2029 is from the Bucks. It is. Mm-hmm. How did the Bucks have two 2029 first round picks? We know some other deal they did. Yeah, th- I'm gonna go back to. I don't believe fact it, check, but... bitch. Yeah, why don't you fact check that? I'm pretty sure it's the Celtics pick because why... I saw every. I read, I read two articles today, and it said it was the Bucks pick. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna give you a second to talk here and look that up, uh, because that whatever that pick is uh, doesn't really matter. The big ticket item here is Robert Williams going out the door as part of the trade. Toot toot did call that Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, and two first round picks. I thought it was gonna take some more seconds, to be honest with you. Um, I read an article that said the Blazers' first uh, proposal was four or five top um, top first round picks. Um, and they got him down to the uh, to the two there. So you know, great fucking deal. Uh, your pain point there is Robert Williams. Basically, that's it. And is it though? 
Well, uh, you, you've heard me say trade Robert Williams for years, Ray. I was on the trade Marcus Smart train, and then I was on the trade Robert Williams trade. Great value, great contract, high upside, good ceiling, never going to fucking reach it because he can't stay on the court and he's limited offensively and it doesn't seem like he's going to evolve. He's, you know, been the same player uh, his whole career now for four or five years. Um, uh, the pain point comes in just the depth. You know, your front court depth is Ooh. is weak. It's weak. They signed a couple guys that so we can go over here in a sec, but for Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. The, I can't uh, say his name, but yeah. Yeah. He played at Trinity, right? Mm, did he? One of the guys played at Trinity. Yeah. Anyway, um, Ray, your thoughts, your um, thoughts on the, let me hear your thoughts on the trade itself and uh, Robert Williams out the door and Drew Holiday coming. I team. love it. I love it because now you actually have a point guard that can actually run on offense. I've been saying it for years. Marcus Smart is not a point guard. He was a shooting guard that they just put back there. Uh, you can put in the crunch time. You can still keep it in Drew Holiday's hands and let uh, Tatum and Brown go on the uh, wings and do their thing. But, yeah, I love this deal. I think that getting rid of Brogdon, who didn't want to be here, is a great thing. Robert Williams, like you said, always hurt. Great to get rid of him. Uh, Drew Holiday is playing with uh, some anger because he said before the season started that he wanted to retire as a Buck, and now the Bucks just did him dirty like this. So that Christmas Day game is going to be fucking phenomenal watching those guys go at it. And uh, playoff matchups is going to be great. And what he's saying about Boston already, it's very good to hear. Yeah, he knows how to play to a crowd. Uh, Bobby, you okay with the package the Celtics sent out the door? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, which includes a 2029 Celtics first round pick because obviously it does why would it be the bucks the bucks sent a 2029 pick for damian lillard you mm. fool anyway go ahead bobby well first round picks for basketball for me i i mean these guys they're 18 they they don't get good for four years it's i i don't even worry about it it's different than the nfl with picks and whatnot but in losing again, Brogdon didn't want to be here, and Robert Williams is a bit piece. So you're going to get a guy that's going to be a part of the playoff push for a very small amount. You didn't give up anything that matters. I can't read that, Ray. Screenshot it and send it to me, or send me the link because it's wrong. I'm look. I'm dying to see what this source is. Probably a very, very well respected. Probably ex. How do want to send it? It's probably my cousin Patrick. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shark and Minnow. Yeah, well, sorry. I'll beep his actual identity. Um, here's a, uh, we'll do something we haven't done in a while here. A little player profile. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. You just sent it to me. Yeah, this should be good. Baystatebanner.com. And he just screenshotted the go what Google picked out of the article to show you <laughs> uh, for all you lazy fucks that won't actually click the article. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bottom of the total pull of dumb thank you raymond uh <clears throat> player profile drew randall holiday 33 years old born june 12 1990 to one sean and toya holiday both were college basketball players drew comes from a, a real big basketball family he's got two brothers that both play in the nba his sister played college basketball at ucla um he is from the Los Angeles, California area. Um, he makes a shit ton of money, um, $37 million um, to be precise on this year's salary cap. At 6'5", 220, he, he averaged 19 points, five rebounds, seven and a half assists, uh, steal and a half, 
on 38.4% shooting from three in 32 and a half minutes last year. He's a 2021 NBA champion, a two-time NBA All-Star, a three-time All-NBA defensive first team, and two-time All-NBA defensive second team, three-time NBA teammate of the year, and a 2020 gold medal winner. Um, his college career existed of one year at UCLA. He was drafted 17th overall in 2009 by the 76ers, who foolishly then traded them to the Pelicans for Nerlens Noel and a first-round pick. Um, then traded to the Bucks for I don't. It was like four or five picks that uh, the Bucks gave up for Duralde. I think like the Bucks don't have draft picks until 2031 or something. Yeah, because they gave up their 2029 pick to uh, the Celtics. Oh, is that the Bucks pick? Very good. We're going to fact check that, Google. Uh, 20, uh, and then this year, traded uh, to the Blazers, then to the Celtics. Uh, as I mentioned, his two brothers play in the NBA, Justin and Aaron. Both, uh, they all went to UCLA, I think. Uh, and this is just a fun, this is a nice little fun little story to get your, to get to, you know, your new starting point guard who has already established himself as a, uh, a citizen of Boston with his wife. Um, who is a United States women's national soccer team. Ray, you may want to mute this. Uh, the two were married. Uh, Lauren Cheney and Drew Holiday were married in 2013. Their story is just a delight. The two first met at UCLA women's basketball game during his uh, only season in school there. Uh, while he was approaching his seat, a young girl asked if he was Darren Collison, Drew's teammate on UCLA. Um and asked for an autograph after explaining that he was not Collison and preparing to take a seat. Cheney, who was seated next behind him, said, Don't worry, you're cuter than Darren is. <laughs> she laughed. So she like, had Darren as well. Is that what uh, he with? did that in a catty girl voice to Thank make you. it? Oh, I'm a storyteller, like you know? Yeah. Uh, at the time, both were in relationships and others, but became friends and began dating after they were drafted after he was drafted by the 76ers. They later began hosting an annual combo basketball and soccer clinics at UCLA. In September 2016, Holiday took an indefinite leave from the Pelicans to care for his wife after she was diagnosed with a brain tumor. The following month, Lauren had brain surgery only weeks after giving birth to their couple's daughter, JT. Holiday and his wife, Lauren, had their second child, a boy named Hendrix, in 2020. Crazy story there, hey? Brain tumor? Mm. Having babies with brain tumors? With this, uh, this wonderful, cute couple? Uh, Wikipedia would like you to know that Drew believes in Jesus Christ. He says, uh, quote, I am a Christian athlete who has faith in Jesus Christ. So when I encounter circumstances over which I have no control, I believe and have peace. So we got Jesus on our side this year, boys. That good. That's good. A uh, couple of little quirks here and a matchup uh, between Indiana and New Orleans in 2019-2020 season. It was the first time that three brothers were in an NBA game at the same time. Uh, Drew is one of seven cousins, all with the uh, their names beginning with J. And Drew credits his wife for leading him to new things such as sushi. I don't know if that... Anal. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know, anal, Jesus Christ. That wasn't new. That's the no. part of the Darren Collison story they didn't tell uh, you. God, yeah, I That's knew. That's the su- second Wikipedia page. Yeah, okay. I knew. Darren sushi. Collison, well known for doing it up the butt. So that's what she was looking for. I knew sushi was code for something. Uh, yeah, you said a uh, press conference. So there's uh, Drew Holiday. There's your new starting point guard in uh, had his press conference this week and really laid it on thick for the old Bostonians. They've eaten that up like fucking clam chatter guy. Uh, here's a quote from his press conference. Drew says uh, about the fans here. They're a bit crazy. 
They get rowdy. They get in your face. Definitely one of the best sixth men in the league, if not the best, Holiday said. I love the aggression. I love the environment. The fans are literally insane, and I'm proud to be a part of that this coming this year. How, like, I don't know if uh, elevation can can be risen um, in one one general area, but the amount of Celtics boners that went full mass when they read that. Full green teamer. Full yes. green teamer. There something, something flickered on the map. Uh, he said a few days ago before I got traded, I was just like, where am I going to land? I hope it was Boston. Classic. He knows how to play the game. He yeah. knows how to play the game for sure. Uh, they are, I think, undoubtedly the team to beat, at least in the East. Here's your starting six. We can go from there. Drew Holiday, uh, some combination of Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Christoph Porzingis, and Al Horford um, in your top six playoff uh, rotation you know, we can go through the bench if you want. There's a couple guys that'll get some playing time, but um go ahead. Go ahead, Raymond. Who's gonna beat the uh who's gonna beat the starting five? Well, according to Las Vegas, uh Milwaukee is still the favorite in the East right now. You can fact check that bitch tits, but yeah, uh Milwaukee's the team to beat. But I think this Boston team's hands down better. So yeah, uh, there's no, there's no yeah there's no one that's gonna beat this team. If this if they stay healthy and knock on wood, we don't have a fucking Glass Gordon situation happen on the first day of the uh, first. Jesus, no, I know Jesus Christ. That, he, yeah, he's Jesus Christ. Drew Holiday, he loves him. But yeah, uh, hopefully nothing happens like that. But this on paper, this team is the team to beat. You think they beat the Nuggets? Nuggets yep. as currently constructed in the finals. Yep. Yep. They should look. We said they had the best starting lineup and uh, top eight last year, and they underachieved. So, um, but I think Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday is different. I, I think last year they got Brogdon. Um, you know they had they had a strong starting eight. It was a little quirky. We knew the guard situation was going to be a little bit clogged, um, but I think the sentiment was still. Let's wait and see. They they got to kind of prove it to me. I look at, I'm looking at this team and now specifically with Drew Holiday, who has a ring, um, is a you know, probably their best competitor. He is an upgrade from Marcus Smart on the floor in terms of skill and an upgrade certainly off the court in terms of the Mentally. baggage and bullshit that 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 Marcus Smart brought. Not just from him and his fake tough guy, fake bravado leader um persona that he went that he put on. If you've listened to Jason Tatum talk about Marcus Smart leaving this team, he had a, a hold on these guys, like a, an emotional hold that I'm the leader. I'm the heart and soul of the Celtics. I'm the longest tenured. Everything goes through me. Don't worry. I got you guys. Blah, 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 blah. I, you know, it just was constantly on a crusade to prove himself to be something that he wasn't. And now it's gone. And now you're bringing a better guy that does the same skill set at a higher level who is an actual competitor who will not get in the way, uh, who can actually uh, produce in, in the clutch lead. moments and, and lead by example and, and has done it and can show the right things to do. It's a no fucking brainer. It's exactly what we've been calling for. When they signed Tristan Thompson, we thought that was the check. He turned out to be a douche since then. They haven't had a guy that's won a championship on this team and what a perfect fucking fit. I mean, you couldn't have drawn it up any better. You so you jettison Marcus Smart, Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams, and Grant Williams, and you replace them, those four role players with 
Drew Holiday, and Christoph Porzingis. Two all-stars. You take four role players, and you get two all-stars to do the same things but better. Pretty good fucking deal. And clearly that they're not not missing Grant Williams because Derek White was on with uh, Toucher and Rich the other day. I forgot about Grant Williams. (laughs) And uh, basically they were like, oh, how is is it now that, like, you know, Marcus Smart and Grant Williams is gone? And he was pretty much saying, you know, it's a lot more quieter around here. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I think I was like, I was picking up on that keyword. Oh, it's kind of nice. I'm like, oh, so now it's kind of nice that these guys aren't here. It's refreshing. It's a better score. There's no more fucking goofing around with Batman or bullshit. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a lot better cohesive unit. I think the leaders are going to be clearly defined. There's going to be there's going to be no more BS. I like how you put it, how Drew Holiday is is the exact kind of. They have the same skill sets, but he is the epitome of what Marcus Smart always attained to be and thought he was, but never was or possibly could be. That that is that that's a great comparison there. He's just going to bring a whole new thing. When you, I'm just, just how I look at it here, you can kind of interchange Kristaps Porzingis and Al Horford depending on what you want out of your lineup, and then those other four players, Holiday, White, Brown, and Tatum can run your offense interchangeably depending on the matchups that you have as far as who's the ball, who's attacks, who shoots, who who's cutting, who's doing this. You can constantly work on whatever one of their particular skill sets offensively and defensively is good for you that game based off of their size and athleticism each. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I think, um, I'm hoping where a big uptick in production will come is at the end of games with the ball in Drew Holiday's hands as a point guard to put Tatum or Brown in a position to then make one move and score, not dribble the ball up the court and then and have to facilitate an offense and then with 10 seconds left try to make something happen. Um, I hope they put the ball in his hands at the end of games and, and let him facilitate as opposed to doing that. Tatum walk the ball up the court bullshit that never works. Um, hopefully that's a change that, you know, they can, they can implement. Um, and then in terms of missing Grant Williams. So just to go down to this bench here, uh, some of your uh, guys that are Peyton Pritchard is going to be your backup point guard. Uh, the O'Shea Brissett kid um, forward, a nice little player going to be a backup wing. Sam Hauser is going to make the team. Um Lamar Stevens is a guy they just signed this week that does the Grant Grant Williams role, just quieter. Like he's in there to play defense, knock down some threes. He averaged like six, four, and three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. They got you got a lot of guards on this team, and none of them are gonna see a bunch of the JD Davidson kid is who they drafted last year. Delano Banton they signed. Um, but you know, Svai Malkalakan, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sorry. The aptly named Jay Scrub. Jay Scrub uh, beats the bottom <laughs> of the bench. Jordan Walsh is the rookie with no hair that they signed this year. So, you know, a few young of those guys. Gabriel, young Gabriel from young, New Hampshire. Let the with no hair. That was, yes. <laughs> that was a nice way to put of how he looks. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, the bigs, uh, Luke Cornett is going to be on the team. They've got Wenyan Gabriel. That's the kid that played young Eternity. Gabriel. Uh, he got from LA something Nehemiah's Quaita, and they signed Kyler you. Kelly, who's a seven foot uh, kind of dunk artist, white dunk artist from uh, I don't know where it was called, California somewhere. Um, so I look, I, I bring that up because I think you're going to get contributions from this Lamar Stevens guy, O'Shea Brissett guy, Peyton Pritchard. I think is a great backup point guard for a regular season. Like give him minutes as a backup point guard. 
you know, he'll get picked on a defense a little bit, but he'll give you a 30 point game every once in a while. If you know, and against bad competition, he's a great guy to get you 20 points on a random road game. And, uh, you know, right. Uh, name your shitty NBA city one day to take minutes off Drew holiday. Portland. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, Sam Hauser will get minutes big year for him. So, you know, when they talk about depth, um, I think they're okay. I think they just have guys that should know how to play basketball, have experience playing basketball, uh, on, you know, decent organizations, winning clubs that can come in and, uh, spell, you know, your, your top six there, uh, specifically on the bigs, which would be my last and only question mark is, do they make one more move to bring in a legitimate third center? Um, they can't. They have a trade except they could trade a pick. Motherfucker, they pull now. They pull. They can't do anything. Oh, that's not the money they're going to spend. They get they can they can spend as much money as they fucking want. They just you know have penalties for it, which are not that. The, the taxes remain the same. They don't pay more taxes. They they their tax yeah, it's like a one time bill, so they can continue to spend. You can spend as much money as you want. It hurts like if you start to do it year after year, then it starts to compound, which is which is what gets expensive. Regardless of that, you have that fucking trade exception from whoever they trade. It's like $7 million, 6.5 or whatever. You can go trade a first-round pick and bring in a legit uh, bench big for $7 million. So that is out there. They can do that. And they may have to, especially with Who's one available? Who do you think is available? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't Throw know. Throw shit at the window. Who do you think? Uh, I don't know. Fucking look up who these things will become. They're talking about Dwight Howard. I saw a lot of things on the Celtics uh, websites that Dwight Howard is the name that people want to bring in. I don't because you know why? He likes magicians, and I don't. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I mean, he's got a ring. Uh, I don't know what he does. He looks like Bobby. Remember how Bill said Bobby looks like he's transitioning? That was a (laughs) low blow. That was bullshit. <laughs> that was I fucking a... laughed my ass off when I saw that. That was a great joke. <laughs> uh, wow, we were late. Sorry. Um, Very late. Yeah, okay. Uh, so the only reason th- you made that Dwight Howard comment was to work that shit in, wasn't it, Ray? You fucking asshole. <laughs> Bobby looks like a transitioning female to male. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a backhanded compliment on your bone structure, really, is what that yeah, is. Really is. Yeah, bu- Billy... That's where Bill was going. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, we uh, that's you know that's the Celtics. They're you know they they started camp. Uh, Things seem to be going well. Uh, Brad Stevens said just an electricity there in the gym today. Or sorry, that was Steve Paluca, uh, part owner. Paul Pierce was in the building. Uh, He said turned to us and said, "I've never seen an NBA practice in his whole entire career that went this hard, this fast for that long." Uh, So the boys are in. They're coming with with his mother. Yeah. There you go. Uh, they are over that awesome. second apron, Ray. How could they do it? How how could they a team possibly go over the apron and, and still still proceed? It's fucking said us all along, baby. I knew they were gonna do this. Still I, said that, I fucking said it. They could spend, 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 spend. I'm pretty sure you said the opposite, but we can check the tapes. Uh, we'll get with my cousin Shark and Minnow on the on the sourcing sourcing on that. Uh, there are some penalties that come with it. We won't bore you with that right now. The real there's actually only one penalty that comes with it this year. Next year is when the other stuff starts to kick in. So teams are loading up this year. Next year is an interesting conversation for the Celtics. We got a long season. We can touch on that. Um, and then just real quickly, what this did to the competition, I think, may have already broken them. Jimmy Butler, who openly campaigned for Damian Lillard, lost, and then Drew Holiday lost because the Blazers. Skull fucked Pat Riley. They hate him. That's a 
that was a that was a real fuck you move from the Blazers. Anyway, uh, Jimmy Butler showed up to his first press conference uh, looking like Blink One Eighty Two with his. He with does that every year, though. He does that every year. He does. He uh, dresses up because he knows that they have to use that media day picture of him like throughout the season. So he likes to fuck with the media and like dress up. Last year he had those big ass long dreads. Remember that? Oh, had, yeah, like Predator. That's cool, I guess. Um, he also went and cried on the internet about collusion when Damian Lillard was traded. So I think they're broken. Uh, Embiid doesn't think that he have anything to prove against the Celtics in his pers- first press conference. James Harden showed up uh, looking to make things very uncomfortable for the 76ers. Come to find out the Rockets were going to pay him a max contract, but they heard Harden wanted to go for the scoring title again, and they thought, fuck this guy. Uh, we don't want him. So... Uh, things are not looking, uh, up in 76ers land city of brotherly love. Looks like they got some dysfunction to deal with down there. And then what do you think the Bucks are thinking right now, Bobby? <laughs> Probably a hard decision to let Drew Holiday go. Right. But, uh, twofold Damien's a better, Lillard's a better player, but you got to keep, um, Giannis happy. So make the move. Sure. But then he comes right back to your biggest rival and competitor. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of like you have to sometimes when you think out a move, you got to think about all the things that react from your move. And you don't think that you trade him to Portland and Portland's like, and fuck you, Milwaukee, right back to Boston you go. Like it's they probably didn't foresee that this was a possibility. Yeah, or if yeah, well, it's. But in all likelihood, probably going to come back to haunt him. You have to think you have to think he steals a game. At least one playoff game against the Bucks when they play against them. Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, like I said, Christmas will be high drama, and uh, the playoffs are bound to meet. I would, th- I would say. All right, we'll do a quick break, and I think we got time for for one of these segments. You want to do Bob Pod's basement, or uh, I want to do Bobby's. Saves? Okay, I call. I, don't, I didn't really understand Bobby, so this is good. I'm gonna uh, get educated here. How the fuck do? I, how do Which I? One, get just the quick hitters don't. thing, or I mean, we could do whatever. The so there were two. It's just that simple. Well, this is the point. I didn't know if it was one or two. If two was connected. Oh, just one. one yeah, because you asked about the simple mind thing, so I put the idea, and then the quick hitters thing is just its own I thing. Like, I like the quick hitters. All right. So uh, we'll come up with some uh, cool name for Bobby's quick hitters. Uh, something about his mom, probably. Uh, but we'll do that right after this. Uh, yeah, it's not going to come to me tonight. That's okay. Vine's uh, Vine's quick hitters here. Uh, explain, explain to us what we're doing, please. These are just some simple quick hitters, not as in depth as a would you rather, but I will, I will read them off, and then you make your choice. You can give a quick justification if you like. Just, a, just more easy, of an some, either some or. or. This is an yeah. either or. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like in any scenario, one. we're not laying yeah. out a scenario. Like... It's not a scenario. It's more like it's two things that you choose from. Yeah, and you can you can uh, you can envision that in any world you want, whether it be exactly. uh, on the well, on the field of play, in the bedroom. Uh, yeah, so life. throw out the first one, Vine, and then we'll first go one's there. easy here: Brady or Belichick? Brady, Brady, Brady. Yeah, Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase? Jefferson, Jefferson, Jefferson. Ooh, he came off that one, huh? Didn't you, Ray? Fucking yeah. Bengals oh. suck. Who's got a worse QBR than Mac Jones? Who's got a worse QBR than Mac Jones? Uh, Justin Fields. Fuck you, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Pay me my money, bitch. He got his money. He knew what he was doing. Now it gets good. Let's go. Let's go. Milfs or college chicks? Milfs. 
Oh, college Rich chick. is thinking. He's thinking about college, college chicks. College I think chicks. college kids are so shitty these days that I would probably want to kill myself. Uh, I'll go Mills. Excellent. Great O-line or great D-line? O-line. Give me the D-line, baby. I'm going to go O-line. Uh, have you not been watching this Patriots team, Bobby? We need a great O-line. It's Fuck an man. offensive world. Mm-hmm. A great D-line beats a great O-line. Hair time. See the Giants Super Bowl. Hair time. Breakfast for dinner or dinner for breakfast? I don't think dinner for breakfast just makes you full all day. So give me the breakfast for dinner. Dinner for breakfast. Breakfast overrated. Dinner for breakfast. It's all the same to me, baby. It's just. I re- okay. Very good. Gronk or Edelman? Edelman. Edelman. Uh, Gronk. Missoula or a used condom? Azula. I'll the take condom. the coach of this one. The condom. Uh breaking bad or walking dead? Breaking bad. Breaking, breaking bad. bad. If anyone is walking dead, they should be dead. They should be killed. Uh Ortiz. Yeah. Manny. You like the drama? You like the peen in the bit in the in the it's Green Monster? Yeah. Just because whenever you played him in like whatever it was, like MLB ninety nine, he was unstoppable. He was wow. unstoppable. He and he's arguably the greatest right-handed hitter in MLB history. So uh, yeah. I got you there. But too many wins from Big Poppy. Too many wins. Big hit wins. This is our fucking city, you know. Our city. Yeah, but then Ortiz kind of uh, his post-playing career is just full of him getting robbed and like shot. And, and, and no, like it's street grade, dude. He got shot. Like, he's just he he. It doesn't look good for him. Manny's you, rode off into the sunset. Have you paid attention to Manny Ramirez? <laughs> no. Post playing days. Uh, they haven't started yet because he has played on every single team that will allow him to play on, including like. He was like in Tokyo. Whatever. He, he loves the game. He went to Japan for a while. Now he's playing in like uh, uh, you know, non-affiliated leagues. Uh, yeah. He's Man got trips down game. to his ankles. Okay. He's living his life. Dream or Shaq. Hakeem. Hakeem. Shake, baby. Um, Shaq, most dominant center uh, of all time. I don't know, understand why people don't give Shaq credit where credit's due. You've you ever seen the Dream Shake? You familiar I've seen with it. it? Uh, I've seen the Dream Shake. Dream Shake is just, it's so sweet. You know what Shaq does mm, that? He turn back this way. Mm. Bucks it. <laughs> Get out of here. Would you rather be loved by all or feared by all? Feared by all. Feared. Yeah, sounds awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eat out. F- Eating, uh, eating out or home cooked? I home already cooked. answered this. Yeah, Irene. Son of a bitch. Home cooked. Pierce or Tatum? Tatum. Pierce. Pierce. Would you rather marry a deaf chick or a blind chick? Blind chick. <laughs> she can still feel that ass. She won't know what it is. <laughs> she won't know what it is. <laughs> uh yeah no blind works i get it blind's yeah. good yeah blind's good uh deaf chick there'd be i i don't i i barely can speak english i can't yeah you gotta learn english. a whole nother language yeah fuck that that's tough yeah that's tough um oh on the pierce tatum thing tatum tatum just to piss you off they're like they're Pierce has and, these... and Pierce looks like Dave Anzalone. No, 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 no. That's not it. Who looks like him? <laughs> <laughs> Pierce doesn't. 
<laughs> who's the uh, uh, did they both get stabbed in the face? Who's the Pacers? Uh, oh, Derek uh, Rose, uh, not Derek Rose. Uh, Rose. Jalen Rose looks like Dave Anzalone. I fucking hate Jalen uh, Jalen Rose just because of that. I fucking and, hate Dave and Anzalone. Anzalone. Yeah, yeah, you hate him through uh, osmosis. Um, <laughs> there, Pierce has like these random stats that he's like a top five All NBA in several like categories. Good ones like uh, game ending shots is one of them. He's he's like fourth quarter scoring right. Something like that, and yeah, buzzer beaters, uh, game winners. He's top in all. Pierce was the most, other than Bird, who like I can't he really underrated take credit for watching. He was the most clutch player um, I've seen in Celtics history. For me, he was an underrated player. I thought, yeah, because he was on such bad teams before Garnett yeah. got there. Um, he was a better player than Tatum is now. Not that age. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean Tatum's an MVP candidate. I don't think Paul Pierce made the uh, All NBA team back when he was twenty five years old or whatever. The hell That's it a is. fair point. He also was up against Kobe, Braun, Vince Carter. Plus, he had Twan taking all his shine. <laughs> Fucking talk about shake. Yep, ain't Twan. Um, all right, that was uh, Bobby's quick hitters. That was fun. That was fun. We could <laughs> bring you that understood back. it. Now that you understand, I thought, yeah, I think the quick hitter is good. Mix it up. Yep, quick hitter is good. Uh, okay, let's close it out with a uh, simplest minds of the my ham and cheese, a little mustard. Yum 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 yum. Are you stupid or something? Honestly, as stupid as a stupid does. Uh, first of the week for Simplest Minds of the Week is the MLB for a couple reasons. We've got some baseball-related topics here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, bring back the playing game. They went to a best-of-three series for for um, the wild card Why? round. Why? Just the drama between a the drama in a uh, game seven or a, a you know a um, winner take all baseball game. As much as baseball is dead to most people, that is still one of the highest level, like excitable yeah. drama game. You and throw everything sports. at it. You throw the, everyone's available in the ball, and every, you know it's just it's must see TV. Yeah. So to take away the one that all that playing game that they've had they had for a few years, so dumb, so so dumb. I get best of three has a lot of urgency too, but like they don't manage it as much as as much as they you would do a, a winner take all. So that's the only that's the first one. Second one is how are you letting Tampa Bay still have a team and build a stadium down there? They had a playoff game uh that drew the uh, smallest postseason crowd since 1919. The pictures of that place is embarrassing. Yeah. Uh get them out of Tampa. Yeah. yeah, I had a quick conversation with guys at work about where they would move that team. We came Nashville. to only two conclusions of possible places, either Vegas or Nashville. Well, Vegas is getting Oakland. The A's, so Vegas is Nashville. out. Nashville's in, baby. <laughs> yeah, Nashville's on their list. Baseball wants to expand by two teams. They want to go oh, Nashville. They want more baseball. Yeah, they're going to put two teams high? in the next two, two or three years. They're going to go to uh, Pacific Northwest, either Portland, Seattle, and probably Nashville. Seattle already has a team. Portland, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're fucking. They're dumb. They're so stupid. What if they, would you uh, be open to bringing a team to Boston? What if the Rays uh, or expansion team came to Boston? Hell yeah. A second Boston team. An NL team? Yeah, fuck yeah. They used to yeah, they can it. play on Cape Cod because that's where they get that much of a crowd there. They'll be used to it. Yeah, I take it. 
Um, next on this list, uh, Ray, have you seen this? You're the no. TikTok guy. No, I'm uh, not. This is I was reading this. Earlier. I read this. I was like, the Bone Smashers. What? Yeah, I don't even remember where it came across. It was. It, was, I, it popped up somewhere while Smasher? I was doing the email. It might have been. It might have been uh, cousin Sharkermino. Uh, he's been the sort. He's been a real. He's the simplest mind of the week. He's been a real hard source. No, it wasn't him. I don't remember what it was. But anyway, um, it was Barstool. Anyway, uh, so there's this TikTok trend uh, called TikTok, TikTok Bone Smashers. Um, Is this just oh, like a troll it. by some fucking asshole it's that what, gets kids to do this shit? No, it's what Irene calls Tuesday Nights with Bill because you got a little TikTok and uh, she smashes that bone. Uh, TikTok kids are literally taking hammers and smashing if you look, look at the videos, they're literally smashing their jaws. And at, and a lot of times the, the point is to get the hairline fracture so that it's malleable. And then they push them, you know, so you get like a bone structure, like your transitioning bone structure you have. Oh, like Bobby. Oh, yeah. so they're trying to be like Bobby. They're trying to look as pretty right. as Bobby. <laughs> Why does this keep getting fucking brought up? This is bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how much bone smashing have you done lately. Look, looks like it's paid <laughs> Look at off. That fucking jawline. Ask your mother. <laughs> uh, speaking of assholes in the bed, uh, bedroom, uh, Lindsay Hill is the latest money. She's a real cunt, this girl. Okay. That place. Uh, this is that place. Uh, this is new level cuntness. So, uh, this is coming back from a story uh, over a year ago, two years ago, right? No, this was 2020. I thought. Wow, was it? Yeah, twenty twenty one, maybe. Yeah, maybe twenty. Um, Lindsay Hill was the accuser of sexual assault uh, by one at the time Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer. Some real nasty shit too, like uh, cold cocking in the back of her head, choking her out, punching her in the face, like really bad accusations. Um, MLB suspended him for like three hundred and seventy five games. Dodgers cut him, lost his salary, which he just signed, which was over two hundred million dollars. Um, really fucked up his career. Like, <laughs> really yeah. fucked up his career. Now it comes out after that case has been settled for no money exchange whatsoever that this woman is a classic money grabbing whore, just evil manipulation shit. Um, and to prove it, Trevor Bauer put out gave a, a five minute video on YouTube, I think, and um, shared some of the text that the uh, Lauren Hill girl exchanged with. I think her girlfriend, and I'm just going to read them. I don't know how else you, you come out of this. Uh, smell like roses for old Mrs. Hill here. Miss Hill. Um, Hill describes Bauer in a text message as, quote, next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. Hill asking a friend via text message, quote, what should I steal? And getting the answer from her friend, she said, quote, take his money. Over $51 million at the time. Uh, another says, quote, I'm going to his house Wednesday. I already have my hooks in. Followed by what looks like a screen grab of their conversation and, quote, you know how I roll. Then he claims that after the first time they, um, quote, met, fucked, her text read, <laughs> quote, net worth is $51 million, end quote, and bitch, you better secure that bag, said the other whore she was talking to. Uh, and then finally, the last one here is he asked how she planned to do that and answers with text that read, quote, need daddy to choke me out. And easy, Ray, quote, being an absolute whore to try and get in that 51 million, end quote. This bitch should be in jail. Yeah, Fuck this should... bitch. When I read that, the I hear one thing, daddy issues. 
<laughs> oh yeah, fuck yeah. Daddy issues, bad, bad, bad daddy. Uh, so I did read that uh, Bowers priming up to sue her uh, for a defamation case. So good luck. How I'm much sure money do you think she's worth, that, Trevor? Well, I don't know how good was she at her job. <laughs> I, I never think mind. Maybe uh, yeah. I would be uh, like I'd be spiteful as all I could be. Anything she owns, I want. I want her to be living in a cardboard box, begging on Elm Street for fucking money because she has no money. So, Ray, you sent us that video of her actually the balls in this woman to go do a, an interview. I think it was national TV or one yeah. of the news networks. Oh, something like that, yeah. And she, the the interviewer read these text messages as I did with plus more, and she was much more elegant and uh, damning. Prettier. Yeah, true. And then this Lindsay Hill girl goes, yeah, I said those, but not in that order. It's <laughs> essentially what she said. It's like, yeah, but, you know, it didn't. It wasn't like in that order. It were different orders. He he cropped them and put them in different order. Okay, okay. I forget what the interviewer true? said. She was like, she repeated one of them. She was like, choke me out, and, uh, choke me out, bitch, and steal fifty-one millions. A little bit tough to get around, but okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. What a b. This has been the Mind Sports Show Friday Rewind, October sixth. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk to you on Monday uh, if Bobby's having a full meltdown. That that's entertainment. That's what we're here for. So it would be a full meltdown on a Monday. By Thursday, I'm able to calm down. Okay. Yeah, with that jawline, of course. That's hmm. when all those estrogen pills kick in. Hmm. It's expensive, bro. Okay. Hmm. It's not easy. Oh, I get it. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, we're all here. Everyone supports. We're here to support you. Thank you. Very progressive show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. I hope you feel better, Raymond. Hey, send me a link for a new microphone because I need to buy one because I've been holding it like this the whole fucking time. Yeah, I've noticed. Like cupping your fucking mom's tits. Weird tit. What's the... uh... What's the deal? The, the, the... I have to hold the cordy cord like that. Oh, uh, I see. Just go get bills. I've asked for it. He won't fucking give it to me. Go to his house and take it like a man. commitment raymond oh that's right you were off today huh yep you look so sleepy turn it on you dumbass you've been sitting at home all day he looks so tired because he's done nothing but jerk off and play video games i guarantee it his eyes are fried from the screen well well, that's because he had the oculus goggles on for 18 holes of golf oh that was fun today thank you oh yeah that's your computer mike asshole uh by the way that i almost like it puked in my mouth a little bit when you showed us a picture and then told us what you're doing. <laughs> and then I had the full dark side of the FUPA 
uh, nude picture in just a you know a bad golf swing. That was in my head for a while, and I had constant um, regurgitation. Well, hey, this microphone sucks. Fix it. Like keeps fucking flashing on and off. Might have to call Bill and get my microphone. Anywho's, how are you? I think it's on now. Yeah. Oh, good job. Oh, now it is. Now it's. Now it is. Is it gonna stay on? How is Guys it keep- Asian-y. Are you are your nips hitting it? Look at that. No, I have to hold it like that. No, put the camera oh, back God, up. What that's the not fuck? what I'm looking at. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to give you guys an erection. No, wow. your eyes look very um Asian-y. Thank you. It's been a night. It isn't just right. me, right? It's not I'm not just making that No, up. he looks well, no, this is not a slight towards the Asian community, <laughs> but you look like shit. Yeah. I feel like shit. Yeah. I don't have, like, there wasn't an ounce of sympathy that went through uh, my body or thinking when he said that. Well, Are you on the fucking bad mic again? It's off now. Oh, fucking, look at it. Green light, red light. Green light, red light. I have to, like, fucking play with it. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Give it the old give it the old duck hunt. There you Ooh. go. Oh, maybe if I turn it like this? Now it... <laughs> How's that look? Oh, nope. Fuck you! <laughs> you are, you're a fucking idiot. It's broken! What do you want me to do? What the fuck do you want me to do? Check it from the other side. I like it where he's on. He's in the tipping point. <laughs> That's what your mother tells me all the time. Point. I'm at the tipping point right now. I can't. We should, get, we should get in some Mac Jones talk then. See if we can really push him over the edge here. Uh, speaking of... <laughs> You're uh, the only one on that fucking train. <laughs> not me, motherfucker. Speaking of uh, living on the edge.